I'm Connor. And I'm Campbell. And welcome to Real Geeks, the show where we talk about movies and stuff. All right. So this past weekend, and we had been planning this for a while, um, I got Campbell to watch the first two Ghostbusters movies because I can't believe it, but he could he had not seen them. Yeah. So uh, we watched them. Watched the first one together on Friday, and then he watched the second one on his own this weekend. Mm-hmm. And I also I had seen the both the first two original. Like I had seen the first two. Um, I can't even remember the last time the first time I watched them, but I had already seen them. Um, so I just watched the first one with him because I wanted to see his reactions. I didn't get a chance to rewatch the second one, but I um, I've seen it enough times so we can discuss it today. But what I did watch for the first time was the 2016 Ghostbusters, which we will have. Campbell did not get around to watching, but yeah, I, he did not. Uh, he didn't miss out, and I will. Uh, I'll I'll dive into that a little bit more when we get to it. But um, but we're gonna just start off right off the bat with our like non spoiler section just overall yeah i mean there isn't too much to spoil like there's not really like a lot to. yeah it's not like a big just just overall in general um just like our general general. overview of the movies yeah so i don't know it's interesting because i feel like the biggest draw especially towards the first one is how much of like it's like a, a cultural icon almost like definitely um it's like an iconic movie um, not just because, or not, I guess not because the film is like really good, but just like the, um, kind of just the imagery and the, the, it's, the, it's the iconic. Yeah. It's just an icon. Yeah. It's iconic overall. Um, it's in like the library Congress for, and it's like preserved in the national film registry and everything. So I don't know. It's very kind of, uh, encapsulative of like the United States eighties, that type of, uh, yeah the era of movies and everything yeah i mean it's definitely one of my top movie like 80s movies we were talking about that and that in the uh our favorite movies from the decade um yeah next to like star wars and back to the future this is definitely one of my top um 10 favorite 80s movies but like interestingly enough if it wasn't like an iconic movie I'm not sure if like if it wasn't for like it just being like an iconic movie just like the whole like ghostbusters um like all the imagery and everything uh i don't know like if it would be considered like a good movie you know like it's 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 funny like it's a it's a a comedy but i'm trying to i'm trying to understand what you're saying so like what you're saying is if it wasn't if it wasn't for like how iconic it was with but it's um, iconic because people liked it i yeah i think so but it's like like i'm i'm thinking of other 80s movies like back to the future and i think or i guess Back to the Future, um, Empire Strikes Back. That's 80s, right? Or Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then Raiders of the Lost Ark. Just comparing it to movies like that, I feel like, it, obviously, this is more of a comedy, um, whereas those, uh-huh. I guess, are more like adventure movies. I just, I, I, I didn't know really much about Ghostbusters going in other than just the iconic stuff. Like, I didn't know, like, what type, of, I didn't know, like, it was just a full-on comedy. So I think as a comedy, it succeeds well. Um, I just don't know how uh just overall how good of a film it is it would be considered to be if it wasn't for how iconic it was um you know just compared okay. to movies like back to the future or um i get what you're Raiders. saying like, yeah 
Okay. Is I, yeah. I didn't I didn't word it very well, but uh, I, I kind of get what you're saying. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. I, I I think that you could do that with a lot of movies too. Mm-hmm. That's a, definitely something you could discuss with a lot of different a lot of different things. Um. But anyway, so the first one was 1984. The second was 1989, and then the last one was 2016. Um. I definitely think everybody needs to see the first one. Yeah, I think the first one's easily the best one. Or I guess all the two well, that obvi- I've seen. Well, not obviously. even just that it's the best. Not I like. I just think everybody needs to see. You can't like just not see it. Yeah, I guess, I guess so. Just because of how iconic it is. Yeah, I feel like it's it's like it's like seeing. Uh, it's like not having seen any other big, big name like the Avengers or something like that like it's like just a big like it's a, just a really big like iconic movie that i think i think everybody needs to have seen okay yeah um and i think it's just it's like a big part of like pop cult american like yeah, pop culture pop, and like yeah like i just think it's something that everyone should be exposed to whether they like really like it or not i just think it's something to see yeah it's kind of like a staple kind of yeah yeah it's like a, it's like a, I don't know. It's like baseball, America's pastime. Yeah. I'm just, I just think it's, it, it, you definitely got to watch the first one. The second one is not as strong um, with like most sequels. Yeah. Um, uh, by all means, do not waste your time with the third one. Um, even if you really like Ghostbusters like I do, it's definitely not. Uh, I mean, you—if you want to just experience it and just know, like, see it to see it, then go ahead. I'm just saying, don't expect much, and that's that's my verdict overall. Yeah, and then I guess we could talk about more later, but they are making a new one um, that that should, I guess, come out later this year. I didn't realize it'd be that soon, um, mm-hmm. but the the new one, which is directed by like the original guy's son, um, yeah. So that does look interesting. We'll talk about that later, I guess, at the end of the podcast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, keep an eye out for that. That looks cool. All right. So from now on, we're going to be t- discussing spoilers for um, since it's a series. We might uh, we'll probably focus on the first one. Um, but at this point, if you haven't seen the first Ghostbusters and plan on watching it, then you've been warned. Mm-hmm. Uh, spoilers are about to come. We'll try not to talk about the other ones. So we'll try and keep this one with this, but uh, if you haven't seen Ghostbusters ni- in the nineteen, the first one, nineteen eighty four, then uh, go ahead and un- unplug. Yep. Okay. So let's just. Um, I mean, we kind of in this one, you kind you've got the. Um, well, yeah, I'm trying to figure out a good way to bring it in. Well, I'm again. Blanking. So I'll just give you my, again, my kind of opinion on the first one. Again, I think it's worth seeing it just because of how iconic it is. Um, I mean, and this is my take on it. It might be, it's probably different than Connor's, but I think as a movie, it's not like stupendous. Like, I think it's, it's good, um, but I don't, I don't think it's necessarily like a masterpiece or um, like a really good movie. I think it's just, it's good. And I think it fulfills what it's trying to do well. Like it's a comedy. So it's not, it's obviously not very deep. Um, but again, it's really funny. And then I think 
especially watch, watch it for the sake of it being um, just such an iconic like 80s um, like staple movie. I think that's that certainly elevates it up. Um, and if it wasn't for that, again, I think it's it's still it, it's a good movie overall, but I don't think it's like astounding or stupendous or anything. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I really liked it. I really like it. And I don't really think, um, I think going into it with an adult mindset is a little different than having seen it when like having grown up with it. Yeah. I think, yeah, especially I think the, the nostalgia, I think if you do, if you watch this as a kid or something, and you have nostalgia for it. I could see how you can kind of have like, higher... I'm like naturally disagreeing with you. Yeah, you can hold. I, I see how you'd hold it in a higher regard than I am because I, I've never like this is the first time seeing it. So obviously, it's it's a lot different for me than you. I think if you like grew up with this movie and um, whether or not you were born in the '80s or whatever, but whether if you grew up with this movie, I could see how nostalgia can kind of play in. It's like with Back to the Future. Like I'm recognize I recognize that Back to the Future is not like phenomenal film. Like, well, no, I crafted. I think, yeah, but I do think. Back to the Future, I think overall, I mean, I, obviously this is subjective, but uh, I think it's a, it, I don't know, would you classify as a comedy, Back to the Future? I guess it's more of like an adventure. Film, I would, right? comedy slash adventure. Yeah, would you? But yes, I would, I, and I would say it's better than Ghostbusters. I think Ghost, Ghostbusters is purely like a comedy, right? Yeah, definitely. Really... Well, yeah, definitely. Yeah, okay. So again, they're. I guess they're kind of different genres, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just think, saying. Like, I think that I, I've got. I don't think I would like go Back to the Future as much as I do if it hadn't been for the fact that I grew up with it. Yeah, I could see that. And it's um, the same way with Ghostbusters. Yes. Yeah, I I totally see that. I'm just making that comparison. I'm not saying that they're in. They're the same exact. They're not. They're at the same level or anything like that. I'm just saying, yeah. like, and they both. Um, Star Wars is an exception. I think you could see those for the first time at like 40 years old and you'd still uh, really like it. Like, like I don't think that those are the same kind. Of, I think that's a lot. Di- I think that's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, these are, I think with a lot of movies like this, it's hard to um, go into it with the same, like you can't, you can't, I don't think someone that watching it when they're a teenager for the first time or an adult for the first time is ever going to have the same relationship with it as someone as a kid who watched it for the first time as a kid. Exactly. Yeah. I, I do agree with you there. And I think that's why our views kind of differ. Um, uh, yeah. Differ on this one. But anyway, so uh, um, without, uh, without like brought up, um, I thought we could just kind of get into like the move, the specifics of the movie and all that kind of stuff. Um, all right. So it opens up with um, Dr. Venkman and um, well, it opens up with the the library and there's the ghost in the library and all that stuff. And we meet um, Ray and Dr. Venkman and um, Spangler. Yeah, Egon. Um, and they're working at the college mm-hmm. and they're like, they're clearly like, um, they're kind of like, they're not doing the best. Yeah, they're um, they're kind of... Uh, making do with what they have at this yeah. point. And then they find the ghost of the library and then, the, but then they get kicked out. Um, and it's, it, I, I think it's it, the way that I think the strongest, I think the characters are the strongest point of this whole 
Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. If it wasn't like if the characters weren't as like And funny. I think that's with any comedy. Yeah. Like, like I think comedies naturally they always I think most comedies the weakest point is usually the plot and then the strongest point is usually the um characters. And then if a comedy is not good then its characters are not going to be good. So again, yeah, the, like they're the, it's, it's at the basis of um the like the film. Like yeah, I think okay. that's that's definitely like I, I, I the other thing is that Campbell had not um this is a different Bill Murray than he had been used to because his Bill Murray the Bill Murray he knew is from Wes Anderson movies and this is always the Bill Murray I knew. Yeah, so um, it's kind of backwards. Like uh I mean I didn't really watch I, I don't really watch tons of like Bill Murray movies before I watched like Wes Anderson. So then when I watched the Wes Anderson movies with Bill Murray, he's like very different um than how he was in like the eighties and nineties and everything. Um you know, on like SN- the SNL Bill Murray. Um, so I think I watched, we watched Scrooge over Christmas. That was the like, first movie you had seen with Bill Murray that wasn't a Wes yeah. Anderson one. And then this is, um, yeah, this is the second. And I do like him. Like, I think he's, he carries on a very different kind of. Yeah. Um, and I felt the same way with watching the uh, Wes Anderson ones. Yeah. He's definitely like in, in Wes Anderson's movies, he's a lot more kind of like melancholy and he kind of has these like sad, droopy eyes. Um, but yeah. in these, he he's definitely a lot more. What was that word? We 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 looked it up. He's kind of like narcissistic, but you could still kind of empathize with his characters. Um, We're kind of egotistical almost, but um, we still kind of feel bad. He's a little him. bit arrogant. Yeah. Um, kind of like. Uh, I don't know. It's it's hard to it's hard to. But he's still likable because. Yeah! Yeah! Um, yeah! Yeah. He almost, like places. A, almost like a Tony Stark kind of, but not to that extent. But it's the same more like Tony Stark is kind of like, um, oh, look at me, da, da, da. Like, I know, I know everything kind of. Yeah, he's not really like that. He's um, kind of just, he makes kind of start just sarcastic comments. Sarca- yeah, he's very sarcastic. That's like his big thing in most of these. He basically um, plays the same character in like all of his like yeah. earlier movies, right? Yeah, like Groundhog Day. Which Groundhog I Day. Seen. He's pretty like like blunt. He's very blunt too. Yeah. Um, nonchalant. Hmm. Um, he's kind of gives off like, oh, I don't really care. We're yeah. Just, I'm just. We're just just gonna have. What's gonna happen is what's gonna happen. Um. I I think one of the other strong points about this is that a lot of the people in this had uh, a few of the people in this had like worked together on other things. Um, cause we were looking at the, uh, in the bonus features book on the, in the, um, with the DVDs. And remember we had seen that like Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray, um, and I think Harold Ramis too. I think uh, like all, most of the actors had like actors and actresses had worked together prior to this. Mm-hmm. So I think that a lot of them kind of went into this with like a comedic chemistry already established. Yeah. Um, they do have pretty good chemistry together. Like I think Harold Ramis, Dan Aykroyd. Um, and Bill Murray had all worked together before this. Um, Caddy, I think a couple of them were in Caddyshack. I have, which I haven't seen yet. I think that's definitely going to be on the list soon. Um, we should watch every single Bill Murray movie. We could do a Bill Murray. We'll do a Bill Murray episode. Yeah. Um, we'll rediscuss uh, his characters in the Wes Anderson ones and all that kind of stuff. We'll see what maybe we can put that together. Is, but is Peter Venkman your favorite Bill Murray character? Uh, we discussed this. Um, 
I can't say until I think I've got to watch Caddyshack and and Stripes. Yeah, I need it. Yeah, I definitely. Need to watch I can only one. I can only say that after I've watched those two. I will say I really like his. I think Groundhog Day is very um underrated. Yeah. Um. Oh, actually, no. Is it underrated? Like, I feel like that's. I think it's it's very polarizing. Like, I I I told you this. I think people either really don't like it or just or, or really do. Oh, I I, I feel like a lot of people like, like something. It doesn't. I, I guess like I see a lot what... of people like it's not widely. I think there are people that the people that do like it are a very small. Huh. Um. Like it doesn't. It's not like a big. It wasn't really like one of uh, like a really big. I didn't even know it existed until a couple years ago. Like, I don't think it's very popular overall. I always thought that that was like his, that that was like the Bill Murray movie, but I guess I could be wrong. I'm saying like, I'm not saying that it isn't. I'm saying that like, in terms of movies, it's pretty like. Like more people know about Ghostbusters than uh, Groundhog Day, I guess. Yeah. And it's not as big of a deal as many, uh, as many of his other movies. Yeah. I think for me, I think Steve Zissou is my favorite bill murray character i like Steve. yeah Zissou. he wasn't he wasn't bad yeah i kind of i kind of liked uh that one even though he was a little uh a little rough yeah um anyway is this has this just become bill murray episode i guess uh we'll have to retitle it just bill murray uh yes <laughs> Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Period. <laughs> this episode, this episode, Campbell and Connor talk about the Bill Murray. Anyways, let's get back to the movie. So, um, I think one of the we talked about one of the strongest points of this was um, I really like the like practical effects. Oh yeah, the effects are cool. We were talking about that when we were watching it. Um, it's interesting because back when this was made, they weren't really do they weren't doing like the CGI and all that kind of stuff. So everything in this was either a model or a puppet or like animated. Yeah, like the the ray gun or the proton, uh, little proton pack things. Those were yeah, those were like animated, correct? Yeah, that's what it was. Um, I think they overlaid like they recorded stuff. I think they recorded stuff like off somewhere else and then like kind of they did a bunch of stitching of different lights together and stuff like that yeah i think it was it might have been practical effects kind of like stitched together in a certain way yeah and then like the like the uh the dogs the dog were gargoyled things yeah i guess those were those were real models or it was a mix between models and then animation yeah when they were like moving and running like they were animated but when they were like standing still or like there were close-ups then it was um models and then you said Which, it was, oh, oh yeah, go ahead. You were saying like even when this came out, it was still kind of like rough. Uh, I guess when it was received by the audience. Yeah, like, like it, it looked bad back. The, the animation looked bad back then. Yeah. Um, and I think that I mean I think the, anim the like uh, so I think the practical effects look even better than, um, the animations and stuff like that. Yeah, like I think but, they did pretty good, decent. But I guess it does it does add to like the campiness of the whole thing, so it doesn't feel completely out of place, you know. Yeah, like you don't, you're not like because that's oh, not that, what doesn't, you're that doesn't look real. This yeah, it's not like this came out two years ago. Yeah. Oh, again, it's not it's not meant to be taken like super seriously. Again. Oh yeah, that too. So it's like you're not like immersed in the like you know what I mean. Yes. <laughs> um. So I think. 
Man, there's just so much. Uh, I'm trying to think about what, what to do, what to talk about. Um, talk about the. the I don't song. know. It's just really fun. I think there's. It, I think Bill Murray. We, I, we oh, just got to go back to Bill Murray. His character, Peter Venkman, like his comments and his mannerisms, and like just. It almost seems like he's just ad libbing the whole time. Yeah, he's just like spouting out just random and like that stuff. scene where he's just going around with the like squirty thing in Dana's apartment. Yeah, and like it's just like he he's not even. Oh, and then the I, I always go back to the uh, part with. Uh, I mean, there's so many parts where I could talk about the the part with the books where he's like, "Ah, yes, no human being would ever could ever stack books like this." <laughs> and then the uh, the part where he's um they're going to the hotel and the guy's like. Oh, what are you guys supposed to be? Some, um, whatever, some some exterminators or whatever. And then and then he's like, yeah, somebody saw, a, um, somebody saw a roach on floor five. And then the guy's like, oh, that must be a must be a pretty big cockroach. And he's like, yeah, bite your head off, guy. <laughs> it's yeah, just he, like, uh, it's he's just very funny. He's very like unique type of comedy, but I do like yeah. that type of comedy. It's funny, so. Um, I mean, I, yeah, I could go on and on about his, I mean, he definitely carried the whole, um, the whole movie. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm kind of surprised like the other ones, um, Egon and, uh, what's his name? Ray, uh, they didn't really have much to do, especially Winston. He was just kind of shoehorned in there. Kind of sad, but, uh, I don't know. Don't I like, I like when Winston kind of gets them grounded. Yeah, he's like the yeah he he, he's kind of like the common sense guy out of all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Egon is like the Ray is kind of like the eccentric. Like he's like the he's like super like he has no um, like social cues and he's super like all over the place and crazy. Venkman's kind of just there. Yeah, and then Egon's like Egon's like the nerd. Like I think they they they're like they're like the stereotype for like a group school project oh yeah yeah like like egon is like the one guy that's like trying to get like is he's gonna he's gonna be the one that's gonna go home and finish the whole thing um yeah and then bankman's kind of just there and and adds in things every now and then so he can get the passing grade ray (laughs) is kind of he's the one that is going to be the first one to volunteer to like give the presentation and then is going to go five minutes over because he talked too much and then winston is like the one guy that's kind of just he keeps them all in check. Yeah, of. he's trying to make sure everybody's like focused on what's going on. Yeah, like I, I, I they, they're very, they, they've all, they're all different, but they mesh very well. Yes, yeah, definitely. Um, and you also have um the receptionist. I like the receptionist. She's funny. Yeah, she's funny too. You know, she voices. Um, I, I knew her voice was familiar. Can you do you recognize what her voice is from? Darn it. It no, sounds I familiar. Don't. She's Bo Peep um, in the Toy Story movies. Oh, that yeah. makes sense. I yeah, I hear it now. Yeah, <laughs> and then that's funny. Uh, uh, Rick Moranis. Um, he's he he's which also... he hasn't seen Honey I Shrunk the Kids either, which we are going to no. make an episode on. I haven't seen so many movies. I like we're going to do a whole. We can do the. I think it's actually a trilogy. I've only seen. Oh, actually, yeah. I think it. There might actually be four. Honey, I but I don't think kids. he's in the fourth one. It's Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Honey, I Shrunk. 
Honey, we they shrink themselves. Like the parents end up getting shrunk. And then there's Honey, I blew up the kid, which is basically their what? Baby, <laughs> not blew up like oh. like explode like blew up like got bigger. Oh, okay. I was I was like, what? That doesn't sound uh, like their baby. Nice. Their like in their their baby gets like huge. Oh. That oh, was, okay. I thought that you meant like not... explode. I was like, yeah, no, they th- poor naming on that one. Um, <laughs> but he's like super uh, dorky and like, um, yeah, he's an oddball. Uh, oddball. I, I love. I, I did. Like the... I did when I went to Epcot a long time ago at Epcot. They had, or it's either Epcot or Hollywood Studios. They had a Honey I Shrunk the Kids like show or something. I do faintly remember going on. that. Oh, I forget that and Disney. It's like, uh... That is Disney, isn't it? Yeah, I and they had like an attraction. I remember it was like there's some snake. I remember there's a snake. That's the only thing I can remember. Snake. And like you get, you're like really small, so like the guys like looking at you, and it's like you're from you're like being shrunk. It's like, honey, I shrunk the audience. I think that's what it was called. Oh, so. dude, you've got to see it. It's so funny. <laughs> oh, and his character's like, um, like he's not so dramatically ner- like he's a nerd again but he's yeah. like like he's funny like it's yeah. like it's not just he's not like the the brunt he's not the the like uh the uh butt of the joke yeah like in this but um anyway and then with the they um the big thing in, the, in this is they're fighting uh gozer oh yeah and then dana and uh, Lu- uh lewis um, like the key they become they the like, gatekeeper and the key master. Yeah, they're like possessed by. I mean, how did, wasn't it like the ex, the explanation was like the place where they live, like some it was like built by that guy that was like worshiping that ancient. Yeah, uh, and then like religion. Yeah, yeah, that was it. And then they like at the end they go to like the top and they open like the portal to Gozer or whatever. And yeah, then... yeah. I think. It's interesting because it's so funny, but the lore could go so deep. Like, I think if the you myth- look this up, like, the lore goes very deep. The Ghostbusters mythos. Like, seriously, like, I think there are comic, like, there are literary pieces. I think there actually is literature, like, comic books and oh novel spinoffs. And there's a TV, there's an animated TV show with multiple seasons. Do you think this is um, this is deeper than? There's a like video. I was talking to Campbell. There's a video game that I played on the Wii, which actually is a lot of fun. You get like different backpacks, and some shoot slime, and some shoot like electric. Like some does do the normal thing. Um, but yeah, no, it's just uh, there's so much to it. Even though it's on the surface, it just seems like a, like a haha funny comedy. Um, so. Yeah. Do you want to round up? We want to. I'm going to make sure we have time to discuss. Uh, yeah, I, I would ones. not. I would not expect there to be uh, lore behind. The no, yeah, like, like I mean, it's obviously not intense as intense in like as like Star Wars or something. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like, there's more to it. And there's um, she like asks, and it's that was that was funny. You were you cut out for a second. What was that? Oh yeah, they ask um, who, like, what form they want the destructor to be. Oh yeah, and then, and then the, thinking the of the, the marshmallow man. Yeah, oh, iconic. And that's actually a guy in a suit. We were we looked up. Oh yeah, so like, I guess it was like a miniature. Like everything was miniature, and it was just some yeah, guy, like, like all yeah. the cars were like foot like foot sized. 
But like I, I, we, I was reading it, and it, uh, that was like that suit was like all of that. I think cost like thirty thousand dollars. Dang. And um, they just explode like shaving cream, I guess. Yeah, and all the marshmallow was shaving cream. We figured out. There's like so much. That's what I like. There's so much that goes into this that you don't. It's not just oh, it was done on a computer like it is now. Yeah, I think the effects are definitely like an interesting part of it because they're very different and kind of. I don't know. They're just they they make it a, a unique movie. So yes. Um, but yeah. Do you want to? I guess we can give our uh, give our ratings. Yeah, on this one. and again, I feel like this has to do with me not having too much nostalgia for it, because again, I didn't watch it when I was a kid, so I don't have fond memories watching Ghostbusters on like Halloween or anything, but I guess I would give it, i say three and a half stars out of five. I think if I did have nostalgia, I think I'd give it all four stars, but because I haven't, or yeah. because I don't, I'd give it three and a half stars. I think it's a solid movie, and I think it's funny and entertaining, um, Yeah, and it's iconic. I'd, I'd, do, I'd probably do four Yeah, yeah, out of five. Um, or four and a half. It, it's a it's goes in between. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So definitely solid, super solid movie. Uh, yes. I was actually a Ghostbuster for Halloween a couple years ago. Which one were you? I was uh, just me. Oh, so it, it said Pedrick on the thing. Well, I just made I made my own. It didn't have like a name. Oh, okay. Um. But my dad had like an old uh, like. Like one of the original, you know, like remember in um, in Stranger Things when they had like their backpacks. Yeah, it was kind of like it was one of those. It was like one oh. of the ones that um, like they made some back when the movie came out that were like plastic and stuff, and it oh, came yeah, with like a little. Um, I, I don't know if they made their own or if they. I can't remember, but it was around oh. that same time frame. But the, yeah. I had like one of like he had one. My dad had has like one from when he was little, and it has a proton pack. Uh, I think it, it came with a PKE thing too. Oh. I'll have to see if I can find it. I'll send you pictures. Is that like the trap thing? No, the PKE thing is the thing that they waved around to check for ghosts. And oh yeah. Had oh, went up. we forgot to mention the the antagonist in this one is just some like environmentalist guy. Oh yeah, Walter Peck. I was going to mention that. Yeah. Um, the guy from the EPA, and then him and going back and forth with Venkman was the, was oh yeah, over, like one of the funniest parts of this. In the mayor, or in the, the mayor the when he's like, it, the... <laughs> I'm I'm not going. That would be to, you know, this is a family show, so I'm not going to say what he says. But if you can, you can look up the mayor scene with um, Peck and Venkman, and that uh, that part's funny. I like that part. So, so I guess the moral of the story is that the EPA. Um, it sucks. Yes, it's a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but environmentalism is. I wonder is, if there's. I wonder awful. if you go to the one star ratings on this movie. It's like as a member, as a <laughs> member of the EPA, as a member of the EPA, I don't appreciate our portrayal within this film. I think it gives yes, off so. very negative connotations, and I know plenty of people that I work with that would not that are not the um, portrayed the same way that William Atherton portrays in this film. <laughs> Ew. So yes, the moral of the story is that like we should not care about the environment and that yes. we need no government regulation on any of this stuff. Yes. All right. The Ghostbusters are <laughs> anti-government. That's what we figured yes. out now. Okay. Right. Anyway, Ghostbusters two. Wow, we took a long time on the first one. Uh, yeah, we're good. We okay, it's, yeah. the, it's the big one. It's the one we. The uh, big one. We get a splurge on our. Yes, on our I don't podcast. think there'll be much to talk about on these last two. Yeah. 
for this one again it's directed by ivan reitman i guess yes. that's his name that's so it's it. same guy as the first one um and the, yeah 1989 same year as the batman with michael and raiders King. i mean not raiders and uh um last crusade oh yeah yeah and let's see so this one's just is the sequel and i think it it suffers from typical sequel yes uh, yeah sequelness it's doesn't really need to i did they just make it for the money is that what i'm assuming or yeah it was riding off the hype of the original yeah so like there didn't need to be a sequel yeah definitely not and I think, yeah, I it, it's a very average movie. Um, it's probably not worth seeing. Like, I wouldn't like stop anyone from seeing it, but I wouldn't certainly wouldn't, wouldn't like recommend it, recommend it. But uh, again, it, it suffers from the typical sequel. I think if movie. you really like the first one, it, yeah, there's no harm because see cause, the second one because the biggest draw. But again, it's is like the if characters. you feel the same way that Campbell does about the first one, and it's just kind of okay, that was good. I wouldn't bother watching this. It depends on your relationship with the original. I feel like if you do have nostalgia for it, you should definitely check this one out because, again, you have the, the same characters. And I think, actually, um, they do some more stuff with the characters in this one than I definitely. the first one. Like, especially with Egon. Um, or just kind of like the group. They do more. They have more uh, stuff to Winston do. Winston obviously gets to be in a whole movie this time. Yeah, instead of, like, being in the second half of the other one. So, again, you got to spend more time with the characters. Um, and they're all quite, they have good chemistry and they're funny. So I can, I think that's the biggest draw for this one. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to bring up some spoiler things. So if you haven't seen Ghostbusters 2 and you are interested in doing that, uh, you've been warned. Yeah. Um, so this one you've got, uh, they've, they've kind of all gone off their separate, like, paths. You know what I mean? Yeah, it takes place five years later. Kind of like five how... Years. End- Endgame Don't. takes place five, five years after Infinity War. When I saw because it, 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 it starts with like a black, and then there's like a title card that says five years later. I was like, ooh, is this Endgame? I have, yeah, I forgot that that is. Stop. <laughs> Stop. So yeah, um, Bill Peter Venkman is like this host of some like I I just watched this today, so it's very fresh in my mind. Um, Peter Venkman host of that of, show, the psychology show, or the whatever. Sci- yeah, the psychic show. So he's basically kind of off the rails. Um, and then, well, I mean, he was kind of already off the rails. In yeah, and then Ray is like owns like some occult bookshop, um, and then uh, what's his name? Hell, Ramis Egon, is, this is character Egon is doing like um, just like experimentation tests and stuff like that. Oh, and at this point, like the the Ghostbusters are kind of like not a thing anymore, except they for broke like up. yeah, like a band. They were doing like the like party the things. The Avengers broke Stop. up. I was gonna just ignore you, but you did it again. Um. So, wasn't there a part where they do like go to the birthday party? Yeah, they go to a birthday party dressed up and they do the dance, and they're like, "Where's He Man?" Was it Ray and Winston? Ray and Winston? Yeah, them too. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Um. So they're basically um, just like they just make money off like merchandise and stuff. Yeah. Um. And then, like the big, like inciting incident is when they find the pink goo. Um, oh well, the, when when the baby, when what's her name's? Baby, oh yeah, Dana's baby get like there's, um, I'm trying to think about where it started because I remember the whole there's the whole thing with like the stroller. Yeah, yeah they want basically there's this painting where like Don, Dana Dana right? Dana? She works at the museum. Yeah, the she museum. works at the museum, and there's this painting with this evil guy 
and this evil guy Vigo, the Carpathian. <sighs> and yes, Vigo the Carpathian. And he wants like a baby to as like a medium for him to come back in the world. Yeah. So then I think he for some reason he's very fixated on getting Dana's baby. So Who just conveniently happens to be related like, yes. have a relationship with the main characters. Yes, yeah. So uh and her baby's name is Oscar. So it kind of just reminded me of Shark Tale. Uh, I, I was about to say, like, where are you? Where were you going with that? I don't know. It just reminded me of Shark Tale. So, yeah, Oscar. It's just so, such a random name. I don't know why she named him Oscar. No offense if your name's Oscar, but wow, we all the, all of our listeners named Oscar have just left. I'm sorry, Oscars out there, but yeah, her baby's named Oscar, and they they. The evil Vigo, the Carpathian, is looking for Oscar to kind of like transmit himself. And he possesses himself. Uh, the boss. Oh yeah, that guy's annoying. Oh, I love uh, that character. No, he's awful. It's so funny. No, he's not funny. His accent is so dramatic. It's awful. It's like. And doesn't he say he's from a country, but it's like not even a real country? I don't even remember. I couldn't even understand what he's saying. Like I think he's literally just stuff. supposed to be dramatic, like he's European. Just like, yeah, like. Hello, I am from this place. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God, uh, I love. Yes. What's his name? Um, I don't even remember his name. He, he, Jean, like, I don't even remember how to say his name. He's uh, just a, a very interesting. I don't know. He was cringy. So, <laughs> yeah, there's. But then you, they find the one of the most one of the coolest scenes I like from this movie, which I never got to see it until I was like. Uh, younger, because it was—I mean, older, because it was too scary when I was little—is the train scene in the subway. Oh yeah, and there's like the like the corpses, and I mean like, that's yeah. definitely by far one. Like this, even though these are comedies, they have their moments where they're like, like kind of like scary. I guess so, kind of like at the end of the first one is kind like, of like I mean, you don't go into like, a comedy thinking you're going to see like floating corpses and like. Yeah, especially I guess because these are targeted towards kids. So if you're yeah, a kid, like, like these are family movies, tar like it, it, targeted with comedy and all that kind of stuff. And then you've got the parts like when they get into the main conflicts. I remember like um, what's his name Vigo, the character of Vigo, and like the whole part where they're trying to possess the kid and then the kid crying. Like that would not be, I mean, for some for a kid that's younger than like, you know what I mean. I like guess there so. were little, little they couldn't. I mean, think about Jameson. I mean, Jameson's—he's going to high not school. Now, not now, not <laughs> now. Yeah, I guess. Like he when he was did. younger, when he was yeah, in maybe definitely. first, yeah. second, third grade. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Like that. He, there would be parts of this that he would not probably. I mean, he'd at least somewhat cover his eyes. Yeah, it, he'd get freaked out. So I guess, yeah, I guess there's some, especially in the subway. They kind of reminded me of like the Well of Souls, and when they're like going around yeah, like, like it's just interesting because it's like a purely comedy and you expect these things out of adventure movies but when it's like a pure comedy and then they've got these kinds of things that show up yeah um i guess so yeah and then um there's a the whole thing with the pink goo that they that they it discover. makes them like it makes them like uh it harvests it's like harvested it's like, like it's like building up their negative energy yeah so then to solve it they have to create a bunch of positive energy by rallying around like happiness. Yeah. Yes. And how do they do that? They they they, put all... they possess the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, so they, they like they squirt a bunch of like pink goo on the Statue of Liberty. 
and then like the, they play music and then the goo like responds to the music because they figured that out because they remember the toaster yeah the toaster like go, like dances to the music yeah so then they like what they walk the, i didn't expect that because i've never like seen that any of that like i haven't seen scenes from this movie so that was kind of unexpected <laughs> so yeah they they get on top of the statue of liberty and they like channel all like the that positive energy of the crowds and yeah. they um and there's also um there's also like a bat the antagonist is like like the aide to the mayor or whatever who's just like trying to shut them down so yeah. basically the same guys last time but he just works with the mayor i also um, like this one because i think there's a lot they um i like the references with other ghosts like there's other minor ghosts that come up um i mean isn't there a part where there's a bunch of like a bunch of ghosts i think i mean it's I'm mainly just think. it's mainly I'm just vigo to... i mean there's like yeah it's mainly just vigo. you know on new year's eve the slime comes up and oh yeah he comes lots yeah. of different um kind of like the you... first one when they like release all the, the titanic oh yeah the titanic that is funny that was cool i like i yeah. like that part i always like that part and then and there's a the part with the judge oh yeah there is that whole scene where they're in court and then the judge gets like attacked by some ghosts uh yeah, um, yeah it was uh the ghostbusters are arrested and taken to court for the damage for investigating the supernatural in the courtroom the slime sample is presented as evidence it responds physically to the judge's angry tirade against the ghostbusters and then explodes summoning the ghosts of two brothers he sentenced to death yeah and there's like a whole showdown that they yeah have like i think that was co- there was little things like that that i thought were interesting and then doesn't slimer come back i mean like there's like a cameo like where he just like drives the bus but that's about it like that's the extent yeah. to which yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah um uh yeah gosh the statue of liberty i can't listen to that song um every time i hear that song i can't think of it <laughs> also like they they like remix the ghostbusters song and they do like another like version of it oh you think that's bad and it's like hip-hop we haven't even gotten oh my gosh we need to save time for this last one just for me to bash it yeah okay so let's just the song for this one wasn't very good obviously the the Um, original song was better yeah anyway so uh what's our uh the verdict here i think three stars average it's Again, yeah. average movie. I, I actually do agree with you here on that one. Three, three and a half. Um, I do like I do like the chemistry between the characters. Once again, that's... the chemistry between the characters, there's definitely more added to them overall. Um But it's not very like it's not doesn't have the It doesn't have the same the as one. the the first. Yeah. So Uh-oh. my Moving point on. is Oh well I, I was just gonna make my point again. Oh sure. If you really like the first one, like I do, like you thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, or you have like means, nostalgia for you it. should see the sec. Well, I think if you have nostalgia for it, you've already seen it. That's true. Yeah. If you're going into it and you watch the first one, you're like, man, I really enjoyed that. Go ahead and watch the second one. If you weren't super crazy about it, um, I wouldn't bother watching the second one. Yeah. Um, it just depends on how much you really like the the first one. I mean, I would. That's with any movie. Like, but my point is that you could re- you could think the first one's good. And not re- and really not like the second one. Yeah, I I see that. Um, that's that's basically my verdict. Yep. All right. Oh no. Oh no.
<laughs> oh no, please. Also, no, this like... one is not ju- they call it Ghostbusters, but apparently uh it's just it's technically Ghostbusters answer the call. That's the name of the movie? Uh yes, that's the denomination of it. Like they call it Ghostbusters and it was kind of released as Ghostbusters, but some of the posters say answer the call and then that's what the title card says at the end. Oh, um, and on IM- IMDb it says Ghostbusters answer Actually no. It says Ghostbusters, but then there's like a colon like when you click on it and then it says yeah it's kind of like the way that you differentiate between the two or you say ghostbusters 2016 or the or you just ghostbusters. or you just don't mention or you just don't talk about it and just kind of oh, um, no. apparently there's an extended cut i don't really don't think this <laughs> oh, needed no. i'm gonna get into this oh, i no. really don't know why there is because this did not need to be any longer um i spent four dollars on this and i would like my money back please <laughs> um you're not getting it back who is the uh Who's what's the production company for this? Uh, Sony, um, Columbia Pictures. I need you to go ahead and, and uh, give I us a my, refund. I'd like my four dollars back, please. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I um, I'm actually not kidding. I would li- actually like my four dollars, but um, I'm being dramatic. Anyway, I was uh-huh. saying on my review, um, I gave it two and a half stars. Out of oh five. yeah, this is this is a good time for us to plug our letterbox. Follow us on Letterbox. Oh yes, we do have a letterboxed. Um it's on our Instagram at the Real Real Geeks. It's in the yeah. caption. Or you can follow each of us at our own um what do you call them? Our own letterbox. And letterbox is like a movie ranking, list making like thing. reviewing. So if you really yeah. like films and, and like watching them and logging them, then go ahead and download letterboxed. And you can see like what, what other people um yeah, like rate them and stuff and yeah. So if you want to see like what we're watching, then you can. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So the only redeeming quality for this was the tiny amount of um, nostalgia that it was uh, going off of. Yeah. Other than that, it's it was actually kind of funny. It was basically the first movie. But just like done like a remake, basically done differently. Yeah. Like the black girl. Like they all have their kind of like ma- like there's um there is a thing where the it's opens up with I, I can't even remember the names. Uh Kristen Wiggs character, Aaron Gilbert. She's it opens up with her and she's kinda like teaching at a a university. And Kate McKinnon's character and Melissa McCarthy's character are like off on the side. And Melissa McCarthy's character and Kristen Wiggs character were like friends at some point, but they had like a falling out. Yeah. And they end up getting back together because there's like a call that like a local hotel had like a ghost lady come out. Um, and they have to answer the call. Shut up. <laughs> yes, they do have to answer the call. Um, and they go over there and they find it and whatever. And it basically proves that ghosts are they, they it's like they're like they're like because they were like trying to prove that ghosts were like a thing. Yeah. Um, and they. They see this ghost, and then the main villain. Oh gosh, this. I mean, this hurts me to reflect. Um, main villain well, is like is 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 Leslie Jones, kind of like it's supposed to be like Winston, where like she applies. Oh yeah, yeah. She's like she worked at like a uh, in the subway, uh-huh. and she calls them about like a ghost that's down in the subway, and then she ends up working with them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Chris Hemsworth character, his name's Kevin. Oh no. Um <sighs> and he's like the receptionist and it's oh, so it... terrible because he's like he basically plays a meathead. 
Uh, Not even a meathead. Like, like he's like, he's so stupid. Like he's literally dumb. Like actually, like, like there's something like wrong. He, he, like he's a receptionist, and he like can't answer the answer the phone. He like won't like he's not even paying attention when the phone is. He walks into multiple things. <laughs> um, oh, they tell him to answer the phone, and they have a phone in their fish tank, and he says, "I can't answer the phone. It's in the fish tank." And then, but he was like, "Not. I don't know. There's something uh. wasn't right there." <laughs> the whole joke is that. Kristen Wiig's character wants to keep him because he's like hot. Yeah. But he's just like incompetent at his job. Yeah, he's just totally incompetent and so <laughs> stupid. And it's so weird seeing him at like like act like that. Um anything else we could talk about? Uh so what's the villain? The main villain is this dude from I mean, there's really not there isn't really a main villain until later on. The begin a lot of the movie is them trying to prove that they're like legitimate. Because everybody's trying to like, everybody doesn't believe them. Because it's like this takes place in the days of the internet, yeah. So they're like posting things like when they find different ghosts, and everybody's like, "Oh, that's so fake," blah blah blah. And then eventually, it gets to the point where they do this big thing at uh, like a rock concert, and they like catch a ghost, yeah. Um, but no one believes them. And then the mayor and like her secret his secretary tell them like to hush it up. And like they keep like undermining everything and saying that everything they do is like a hoax. Why is the government always respond? Like, why are they yeah, always? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. It's know. the EPA, and then it's like the mayor guy, and then... the also the main thing that bothered me is that they kind of just made this like the first one didn't. Like it has no connection to the original. Well, aren't the original cast in it? Like the I will. Uh, they are. Um, oh. How is that? The most major character is Bill Murray's character. And he plays, ironically enough, he plays um, a like a scientist guy. Like he's like a skeptic. He's like the major skeptic of them. So then this really doesn't like time. It's not the same universe. At no, all. no, just, no. It's not. okay. Okay. Um, yeah. they, like he's like a skeptic, and he goes on TV and talks about like how bad they are, and like oh this is all fake, and like oh it's a bunch of baloney. And then he shows up to their place because he's like, oh, I don't believe you guys. I want proof, blah, blah, blah. And this is right after they catch the thing at um, – uh, I didn't even bother to give a spoiler warning because there's no reason for you to go out and watch this movie. <laughs> um, they go and he comes over and Kristen Wiig, who's like the main character, Aaron yeah. Gilbert, she's like really mad that like he doesn't believe them. And she he basically came over there to like – talk crap yeah so she lets the ghost out because she wants to like in like in spite of him like to prove it to him and does it like kill him or something it, yes <laughs> it grabs him and throws him out the window oh no and it's so bad because it's like oh. it happens so funny. and like it doesn't show that he dies and then it just cuts to the end and there's like ambulance and they're all sitting outside like in sullen positions and like he just straight dies there are funny i will say there are there are funny parts like there are yeah. some funny parts but it, like i said i i think it just kind of felt like a two hour long snl skit like the humor is just and like they're all they're all on snl too yeah no no literally all of them are yeah um some more than others but they've all made an appearance and it's all it, it was funny at first and but it kind of got to the point where like the jokes kind of got um overused 
Um, yeah, so it's not like completely terrible. It's just it's not off. Like, it's not as bad. I was. It was. It was just like what? Why? It was what I was. Ex- it was about what I was expecting. And that didn't make yeah, and so it can't if it's what you're expecting, it didn't like necessarily disappoint you because it's exactly what you're expecting. Yeah, like it was what I but I, my expectations were not very high. Yeah, so um, if you do choose to see this, don't which I, don't I wouldn't recommend it. Like I don't usually say I don't recommend movies, but I don't recommend watching this. Yeah, um, and I mean they basically cut this movie off. Uh, I mean I didn't realize all the cat. I mean every cat, all the main cast members were in the, in this. Yeah. Um, Dan Aykroyd plays a cab driver. Does he just have like a cameo? Like yeah, it's a just very a cameo. Quick... Yeah. Um, Leslie Jones, her character Patty Tolan, her dad own her uncle owns a um, hearse, like no, 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 like a funeral business. So that's where yeah. where they get the hearse to build the thing. Also, they they oh, work yeah. out of a Chinese restaurant. <sighs> There's a joke oh, so where like... they go to the, they go to the original fire station and they mm. figure out how much it is to rent. Like, and they no realize they don't have many money, so they go and they they live in the the build like an apartment above. They work in an apartment above a Chinese restaurant. Ah, uh, that's funny. Also, you know, have you watched uh, Deadpool? No. Oh well, the Indian guy from Deadpool that p- plays the taxi driver is in this. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, the other cameos. I was talking about the the lady Leslie Jones character. Her uncle has the the funeral service. Yeah. And so that's how she gets the hearse. Yeah. At the end of the movie, he shows up because the hearse gets destroyed in like the big final battle. Yeah. And he shows up and it's Ernie Hudson. Oh, it's, it's Winston. Uh, Winston. Oh. Um, oh. Sigourney Weaver is in a mid credit scene. Who's she? Um, they actually end up moving after they win the final battle. They move into the fire station and she comes in and she's kind of like helping them out with some stuff. Like she's another uh, scientist. Yeah. Um, and then who am I missing? Uh, obviously what's his name passed away before. Oh, um, uh, Ramus, Harold Ramus. Uh, yeah, he rest in peace. He passed away before this came out. So he wasn't able, obviously wasn't in this one. Um, was uh, the receptionist or um, oh, what's his name? Oh yes, she was Rick actually. I, I was gonna. Rick Moranis was not in it. Uh-huh. Um, the receptionist plays when they go to the. There's like a. I'll tell you who the main villain is. So, this guy named Rowan North, um, is R- Rowan County. He's such. A, it is literally one of the worst villains I've seen in a movie. <laughs> I, I couldn't even explain the like. He's basically this guy, and he's like, oh, I've been bullied. My he works as a like bus boy not a bus boy like a janitor at this hotel who uh annie potts the receptionist from the original movie she plays the receptionist at the hotel oh, okay um rowan north this guy he's like he's like oh i've been bullied my whole life because he's like literally weird like he talks like he was i mean when he first came when he first was introduced i thought he was like a 16th century ghost possessing a dude like that's how he talked like he talked weird like he talks oh, in like He's like an outsider, and he's like, oh, I've been bullied my whole life, so I'm going to open portals to the underworld and release all of the ghosts and incite uh, apocalypse, basically. Oh, okay. So he ends up using the hotel, because apparently the hotel he works at is like a junction for like... Yeah. Um, once again, are we sensing similarities here? Um, so like he yeah. uses that, and like he ends up killing himself, but then goes and his ghost possesses Kevin... Chris Hemsworth character, character, oh. 
And like for the final scene, it's literally them fighting Chris Hemsworth. But is he like ripped? Yeah. And he like beats them all up. Well, he's not fighting them directly. Like he's using ghost powers and stuff like that. Um, he rele- he releases like a million ghosts into the uh, city, and they're like all fighting him. Also, one of the final things we might go over on this episode. Um, yeah. I just want to touch on everything. The one of the things that really bothered me was, um, Kate McKinnon's character. She's like the tech person. Like she makes the suits and does all yeah. the guns and everything in this movie they've got like they had grenades they had pistols they had like but they were all basically the same they were like versions of the proton packs but they were a bunch of different weapons like they made gauntlets like they fist it was like in the last scene they were like shooting the ghosts and like punching the ghosts and like do they use like the proton packs or were they all like just like well they were using them but they were just throwing them around like they were just throwing the ghosts around oh like they had kind of turned the ghosts into like physical entities. Yeah. Like it was not the same as the original. Like they weren't like busting anything. Like they were just fighting ghosts. They should be called the ghost fighters, not the ghost. Yeah, busters. it was. Did they put them in the then, traps at the end? Like when they when they catch no. them? No. They... They like kind of threw them around and then they just disappeared. Uh. Um. And then they they then they fight and they win the whole thing and then. There's a part at the end where the ship ends, the boat, I'm not the boat, the car ends up going into like the portal as things, as they're like, all the ghosts are disappearing and they're going back. The cars ends up, they send the car in to blow up everything so that they can win. And then, um, oh, the, oh, what's it called? The main bad guy turns himself into a giant Ghostbusters logo ghost. Um, and then ends up grabbing, Melissa McCarthy's character and then Kristen Wiig's character goes in and goes after her and saves her. And there's this whole big thing. Um, it's just, it seems it was, I don't know. I, I, yeah. It's what you expect. It was just not good. Yeah. Uh, two out. It was two hours long and it literally <laughs> was the same exact as the, it was kind of like with force awakens and a new hope. Like the plot yeah. was the exact same. Like, oh, they're all on different pers- time. They're all in different places, and they kind of come together and they fight little ghosts along the way. And then there's a whole thing with the hotel. and the big one at the end. Yeah, like it's the exact same. Yeah, it, it's boring because it's like we've seen this story before. Yeah, but uh, I guess it really, it really wasn't trying to be like, oh, the next Ghostbusters or whatever. And I, mean, I think it was advertised that way. And I mean, people, yeah, I guess. There were scenes in the first one where they're looking at videos of the old Ghostbusters. Yeah. But then in this, they make it like those that they never existed. Yeah. So it almost I, I makes it. a joke of the original. I mean, the original is, is a funny movie. So. Well, I mean, it's a funny movie, but it seems like. Yeah, it, it, it seems like a parody almost. Yeah, like it doesn't. Yeah. Like I said, it just seems like a two hour long SNL skip. Yeah. Like about oh it's Ghostbusters haha ha, we're the Ghostbusters and it's the SNL people yeah yeah like it doesn't I mean I'm not saying they're serious movies it just doesn't seem it, it it I couldn't take it it's unnecessary basically yeah 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 um so I gave it a I don't even know why I gave it two and a half I'll probably give it two yeah I it just really was not good yeah um but yeah I know we're already over so we might as well just keep going. Um, we really only have we're just gonna barely we're just gonna mention so the new one 
after the atrocity that was the <laughs> oh and also the other thing everybody thinks it's like oh you just don't like it because it like because you just hate women in 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 like film and all that stuff and it's like Yes, Honestly, I do realize that that is an issue. Like people do feel that way about certain things. But, but this just, just a isn't a good movie. movie. Yeah, like it's, it's just a yeah. bad movie. Yeah. I have no issue with that. It's just yeah. not good. Yeah. Um that's a good clarification. Anyway, we do not hate it just because whatever. Like, it's the woman. Like I have no issue with them recasting characters. It's just because, like, I actually think that's cool. Like I think that would have been it could have been good. Like when it first came out, I thought they were going to be like the daughters of the yeah original or something like it could have been done well but, but it wasn't just, it was pretty lazily written i guess anyway so we are having a new one coming out to make up for that and this one's actually going to tie in with the original uh, yeah. ghostbusters afterlife which you realized was coming out this year yeah i didn't realize it'd be that soon but that'll be cool since i watched the first two and then i can watch this definitely one. Yeah. Um we got Paul Rudd. Um what's his name from uh Stranger Things? Finn Wolfhard. Finn Wolfhard. Yeah. Um, and then you, you get it says that Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Ernie Hudson, and Sigourney Weaver. Oh, and Annie Potts are coming back from the original ones. So that'll be cool. Yes. I guess they'll be playing themselves instead of like random cameos. Definitely. And it it, it says it is a direct sequel too. Like I think, I think, I think uh, the the main that main girl is supposed to be the granddaughter of um, of Egon, right? Of Egon, yes. Uh, so that'll be cool. I really like I like his character, so I hope I think that'll be neat to see kind of some sort of um, build up on this. This also looks much more serious. Yeah, I am scared that it's gonna try to be like just like Stranger Things, because again, it, it kind of. So. It has a similar vibe, and then you have Finn Wolfhard, which doesn't really help. I don't know. We'll see. I don't think it's going to be too cool, yeah. too similar. Yeah, I, that's the only. Um, and thing also, I'm... they 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 might have they're building up on the hype, and that it, it making a dramatic trailer like that adds intrigue. It might not be as serious as they're making it out to me. Also, that was like that didn't give much plot. Yeah, uh, we just got to wait. It seems like they release another trailer before uh, it comes out. Yeah, it seems like they're just kind of like. I mean, from what we can tell from the the trailer, it's like they're kind of like digging up like hints of the past, and then they're yeah. gonna like face off with, uh, or like they're gonna like regroup and like find the old stuff and like learn yeah. more about the yeah. So it does look interesting, and I think it, there is potential. Yes, definitely. Um, yeah, definitely potential. So we'll uh, we'll go ahead and see that one when it comes out, and we'll do another episode, um, and and discuss. Like a review, yes. like similar to what we did with Tenet, except we, without major uh, technical audio issues. issues. You know, the reason why we had audio issues was because I was in like the reverse place. Or, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah you so were, uh, you went through the machine and then yeah, so my like my my voice, the entropy was, was reversed. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that was definitely what it was. <laughs> so yes, all right. Well, um, I think that does it for. Today's episode on um ba 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 da. I <laughs> It's okay. We don't want to be sing- we don't want we're going to get copyrighted. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even hum it. I can hum um, whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we know that um 
we've already gone over. So I think uh, I think that winds it down. And, and uh, so, yeah, Ghostbusters, solid mm-hmm. franchise, and we're looking forward to um, to the future. Um, so, yeah, with that said, I'm Connor. And I'm Campbell. And you wasted the last hour of your life listening to Real Geeks. If you enjoyed this episode of Real Geeks, please be sure to follow us on social media at The Real Real Geeks for the latest news and updates. Also, be sure to leave us a review. What things did you like? What things would you like to see in future episodes? Let us know and we'll be sure to take a look.